Yo guys, welcome back to episode 28, 28 yeah, of the Split Decision, NBA edition. Obviously, it's me, Taku, my man, it's the side of me, Thomas. And yeah, so obviously before we get into it, we got to shout out the sponsors, Kremlin and Mahogany. All the links in the description, Kremlin's got new hoodies coming out. They got masks coming out, you know, with all yeah. that quarantine ting and you got to say Victoria people, Victoria people, people especially, but everyone around the world, bro, be wearing your masks. So Kremlin masks coming out too. So make sure you guys check the link in the description for all that. And also, I just want to shout out our friend Brady. He started a, a new sort of instagram account um highlighting mental men's mental health especially and it's definitely a topic that goes under recognized you could say in a sense mm. so make sure you guys go check him out support him what he's doing is absolutely amazing and we'll make sure to put that link in the description and finally you know what check out our instagram as well we were shouting out other people 95 followers 95 hey, followers. Five more followers and there's a kremlin giveaway Kremlin gave away at 100 followers, so make sure you guys check check that thing out. And I so, guess, without further ado... NBA's back, baby. The NBA is back. What do you so, do, baby? Opening, <laughs> opening night. Opening night was amazing. So, obviously, first, we had, very, we had two very tight games. Mm, Pelicans yeah. versus Jazz, Lakers versus Clippers. And obviously there was still a bit of rust, you know. You had the you had the Lakers and the, a little sloppy turnovers, mm. but you, you expect that after three, four yeah. months off. So well, well I will go. We'll start with the Pelicans Jazz game. So Zion didn't play that much, having only fifteen minutes, but he put up thirteen points in fifteen minutes. is fucking elite, and the and he was still just as good as, as ever. Brendan Ingram showed off why he's an MI most improved player candidate, dropping like twenty one points per game. So, but unfortunately, the the Jazz got got the win. Two free throws by Rudy Gobert to seal the win. Cool Saying this, me, so. with the Pelicans trying to make a late playoff push, will they be able to? Will they able? Will they be able to make it to the playoffs? No, no I think I think they're out. I think I think the Pelicans are out, man. And the NBA spiel, I reckon there's only one way that the that they're gonna make playoffs is like if the NBA absolutely rigs it for them, you know. Because obviously they want, but this is my opinion. Obviously they want Zion to play because you know that's going to bring the big bucks. So you know, I could see the NBA pulling a shifty one with the referees and stuff, bringing it back. But like off natural talent, who who have they got? Who have they got coming up? What, they've got um oh games coming up. Let's yeah, see. um I know. So they just beat the Grizzlies. Yeah, they just so beat the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are the eighth seed. Yeah, and the Grizzlies have lost the last. I think they lost the last two games they've played. Mm. And so they've said so Portland's ahead of right now. Portland's ahead of them mm. with um. So Portland has thirty wins. The Spurs are ahead of them with um. To, Spurs are twenty nine thirty six. Trailblazers are thirty thirty eight, and Pelicans are twenty nine thirty eight. And the Grizzlies yeah. are only thirty two thirty six. So the Pelicans, if the luck follows, the Pelicans have the easiest route at the moment because like what the Blazers have. Yeah, and the, what the Spurs have. It, it was sort of obvious that the um the NBA wanted to make it to make the Pelicans get through. Because exactly, yeah. Trailblazers have Rockets, then they have Nuggets, then they have Clippers and 76ers. That's their next four games. That's disgusting. And that's mm. like that's that's so that's so wrong. It, it, I get what they're doing it for, because obviously, you know, funds are down in the NBA, but at the same time it's kinda like, you know, 
when do you take out the money aspect and just leave the enjoyment for the fans kind of thing, you know? Speak, I mean, speaking at the Rockets as well, really James Harden popping off recently oh as well, God, just quietly. Man is, man is a menace. Man is a menace. And then, same thing with the Spurs. Spurs got Nuggets and they got Jazz, which are both like top half of the West. And then you got, then they play the Pelicans and then they play the Rockets and then they play the Jazz again. Hmm. So then the Spurs yeah. also have uh But the difference between I mean the difference between the Grizzlies and the Mavericks right now is eight wins. No, Mavericks have made it through. Mavericks aren't. Yeah, Ma- that's Mavericks what I'm saying. Like the, the West the West is set almost kind of thing. But then what the NBA did was um eight if eight and nine, yeah, nine. four games I think it's four games within each other, then they do a play in for the eight seed. And then, but then the eight seed, so it's the best out of three, but the eight, eight seed only needs to win one game and the ninth seed needs to win two games. It's just like, they're doing everything in their power to make sure the Pelicans go through, I feel like. Because what are they? What, bro, they what is the it? Pelicans fucking <laughs> bums get What are they? So Pelicans are on 29 wins and the Grizzlies are on 32. Pelicans got Kings. Oh, wait, no, wait. Pelicans got, yeah, Pelicans got Kings. Then they got Wizards. Then they got Spurs. Then they got Kings again. And they got Magic. How many times did they get the Kings twice? They got the Kings twice. And then they the got them, are, like, the Kings are trash as well. If they lose to the Kings, they're in some serious trouble. No, nah, Pel- I actually reckon Pelicans probably, probably... They're a good team. That, even that Jazz that jazz game, I was watching, like, they, they blew a lead late. They should have mm. easily won that one as well. Favorite was um someone someone put up a post on Instagram that just like damn now with no crowds Lonzo's bricks sound like a 12, 12 gauge shock. <laughs> Man, nah. bro, they violate Lonzo. Lonzo like that. Nah, they Lonzo, violate I'm Lonzo. You, Lonzo. I don't even know anymore. Bro, he shot like Lonzo three from like thirteen or something recently, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he didn't have it. Was, it was bad. And it was he wasn't bad. even like he wasn't even assisting right because normally he's like not playing, he's still getting dimes. But I mean, yeah. His defense is still really good. So His defense is very underrated, yeah. I feel like. Don't sleep on defense, bro. Defense wins your championships, in the words of Sir Alex Ferguson. Mm, facts. So, on the other Second side of the ball, we've got the Jazz, who made some notable adjustments. They've really integrated Rudy Gobert into the offense a bit more. And Mike Conley, Mike Conley seems a bit more comfortable than he did like prior to the shutdown. Mm. So, like all around... The Jazz have a very interesting playoff run ahead of them. Do you think they can make a deep run? Yeah, but look, where are they? So they're fifth on the they're table. They're fifth right now. So, so let's say they were fifth. They'd play the Rockets in yeah. the first round. Oh, man, they're getting slapped by the Rockets, unfortunately. The Rockets are in form right now. The Rockets are in form. Like, Russ, besides yeah, them Russ going... Russ bowling out. Bro. Bro, Russ has finally turned up the gears or something. Maybe it's like, I don't know what it is, but James Harden has been looking so lethal right now. Like, I feel like during the season, he was still good, but like he wasn't his MVP season. And now he's hit that MVP form again. Like, he just dropped 49 points the other day. I think the, I think the other thing about James, is such a... I think because we've now seen, like, what James Harden's pretty much been averaging 30, like, the last four, like, pretty much 30, yeah. the last, like, four or five years. Been top to an MVP voting each and mm. every year. And it's like... I feel bad for him because, like, we're now, like, it's, like, the same thing with LeBron. We're sort of just accustomed to, like, James Harden averaging 30. And if it's, like, 
And if like he, he's averaging like 36, like he was like averaging 36 or some BS like that. And it's just like, we're so used to it now that when he does like, when he's averaging like 28, we're like, oh, James Harden's having an off night. And it's like- He's in a slump. He's in a slump. Yeah, exactly. 28 is still fucking good. And the Rockets just we beat the Bucks yesterday. That game was just that game was heat. Fucking good, yeah. That was heat. If you, you watched it, you know, you know. That was a heat game. So uh, someone someone was it in the pr- post game interview? They're like, How did you gum ya- gum? how did you guard Giannis? And he's like, Next yeah. question. Next question. <laughs> Next question. Yeah. Get get that out of here. Get that out of here. <laughs> Bro, man man did not want to hear about Giannis out three flames about not playing defense in the all star weekend. Uh, but Jan- but he actually had some good defense. At the end, it was frustrating to watch because um, Giannis got the rebound. Kyle Korver was right there open. And Giannis started to take it up himself. I'm like, bro. Yeah. But I guess in the heat of moment, you're just like, you're just, with seconds, you're just trying to... When you're the back, reigning MVP. Really and, when you're the reigning MVP and still the greatest player in the league at the moment, you're just like, yeah, I'll take this myself. You, got, I think that, that's, you got that mentality, I feel like. That's where the Bucks are going to struggle in the playoffs, I reckon. Because it's like, Giannis... Like, obviously, early, like, I remember early in that game, the Rockets were really daring Giannis to shoot, and he was really shooting without any hesitation. Mm. But his still, his half-court game isn't... Obviously, like, a, a team against a game against a team like the Rockets where they don't have any, any big men, he's going to face. But then your Toronto's, where Toronto's lanky-ass and long and big, mm. and obviously they don't have Kawhi, but they still pose a threat. And you, when the Bucks have to make shots, can you count on your Chris Middleton's, your Brook Lopez, your Dante DiVincenzo's, your Eric Bledsoe's to make shots when Giannis has got like three guys collapsing on him? And like that's where we need to see if the if the Bucks can do that. We're making the final. They can, they can hit those shots. They can definitely hit their three their three pointers. It's just the fact is Giannis going to pass it out to them. I feel like is he gonna is he gonna chuck the ball out? Or is he gonna take it all the way? And kind of sometimes thing. he gets trapped, and that's the other thing. Can he get yeah. the pass out in time? That's the only question yeah. you gotta have. But anyway, we see it a lot. But yeah, he's they, they do sleep on his um, jump shot a lot, as in like they leave him wide open on the three point line a lot, a lot of the time. But they started to close the gap on it. I'm not sure if you watched um, not the Rockets game, the other Bucks game, Celtics game. Yeah, they they like they closed him out a bit, but then like that that was a weird game. Did you see that? Did you watch it? Hmm. That was bad. That was bad. They blew a massive lead. And Paul Pierce is not happy. <laughs> Did you see that? Fuck Paul Pierce. <laughs> Fuck Paul Pierce, honestly. Most overrated basketballer. <laughs> no comment. No comment. No comment. No comment. <laughs> so, um, anyway, on the other, on the sort of other side of that double header, we had the Lakers versus Clippers, and this was, to be honest, when I was going into it, I thought, all right, Pat Bev was like pretty much limited minutes. Montrezl Harrell was being quarantined. Lou Will was being quarantined. I thought the Lakers were going to run away with it. But obviously, Kawhi had 28. PG had 30. PG looks like a monster out there. No, he started off slow. Then he turned He turned oh, up. Oh, jeez. PG killed him. But then obviously, AD had a monster night. AD had uh, 34.8 rebounds. And with the pretty much... A, not like a LeBron we used to say. LeBron came out a bit more passive and only at six. Like, I'm saying only, but 16 like, yeah. points, 11 rebounds, and seven assists. Obviously, the Clippers did, end up, Clippers did end up losing the game. But what was sort of your takeaway from for the Clippers in that game? I was looking at the, I was looking at the Clippers. On the, on the Clippers end, we saw that 
PG started off the game slow with only 11 at half and then Kawhi had like 19 or something at half. Yeah. And then by the end of the game, PG, I can't remember what PG hit, like 30-something, didn't he? Yeah, third. And like PG, like, then, there was a point where he like three threes in a row. And I was yeah, just like, PG Jesus had 30 Christ. and then Kawhi only finished the game with like 27 or 28. 27, 28, yeah. And then, so it's kind of like, well, if one's scoring and the other one's sleeping, how do you work that out? How do you spread the ball around instead of just forcing one to dominate on the offense? Because you know Kawhi works it on both ends, so it's a matter of, like, do they have to push the ball through PG on the offensive end kind of thing, you know? Mm. If you get me. Because I feel like they're, 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 they're not spreading the ball around enough. Like, Seth... No, was it Seth? No, that's a different game I was thinking of. Um, <laughs> the Dallas game. I, I, was like, I was thinking of the Dallas game because Seth ruined my multi. Fuck you, Seth. Um... <laughs> But like as we as we saw in the Clippers game, there wasn't a, there wasn't like a variety of point scores as much as like you see it in other teams, such as like the Lakers and stuff. I feel like the Lakers have a variety of point scores in their team besides just AD. Then, like AD drops thirty, but then LeBron only has sixteen, and then the rest of the team will all have like ten, ten, twelve. But the thing is, the Clippers do have the high scoring. So that's what I, that's what I found really interesting is the Clippers were leading for most of the game, mm. and it's like they're doing they're doing this without. Lou, Lou Will and Montrez Harrell both average 18 yeah. points per game. And those are their, exactly. there are those, like, the high, Clippers have the high scoring bench in the league, and those are their two bench scores. So that's what I noticed when the Clippers, like, when the bench came on, you really saw they didn't have a real identity because it's like, you normally, you're looking for Lou Will, you're looking to get a Trez. So my takeaway is, like, the Clippers generally shouldn't be worried right now. No. Like, I'm more, I'm, te- I'm actually generally more worried for Lakers fans because you've got, you don't have Rondo. And it's like, you don't have Avery Bradley as well. And it's, the Clippers are going to get full strength. The Clippers are getting their guys back. The Lakers are not. Avery Bradley, Rondo, they're not coming. Rondo's injured. Avery Bradley opted out. So it's like, Clippers, I could generally see the Clippers making it through. Obviously, this is one game. Yeah, it's just one game. And then in the playoff setting, it's a, it's a completely different scenario. But right now, it's just, and like over the past couple of games, the last, I think Clippers have actually swept the Lakers. In the season series, I can't remember now. Yeah. But like speaking of it right now, just quickly, the Lakers are tie in the first quarter with the Jazz, twenty-four apiece, just for everyone. So I mean, we're posting this after the game's gonna be over. I don't know, but it's kind of, it's kind of, it's like I've got the game up in the background, but it's just like they're not looking too flash right now. Like the Jazz are pretty, the, the Jazz are keeping up with them. But I guess this is why they did the eight games because it just gives you time to get in at least at least a little bit of time to sort of yeah, practice get them. back into rhythm sort of thing. We saw it with Philly, even Philly. Like, you, oh, Philly did, you, was, did you watch that? Philly was bro, TJ. Bro, TJ that Warren was had a bad. game. That was bad. TJ, was... but I feel like what you said was like those. Even all year, it felt like Philly was a bit more me, me, me. It's like sort of take turns. It's not a cohesive offense. So it's like. And Tobias okay. Harris, well, appeared with Tobias Harris is shooting. Joel Embiid, the period with Joel Embiid is shooting. Ben Simmons is trying to get people involved, but then people, it's just, the whole thing, it's, I don't know if that's a Brett Brown thing, or if that's a... That's a team chemistry players, thing. They're not a players' the ball, yeah. unity thing. And then, like, Al Horford just hasn't looked like the Al Horford we, we, we're used to knowing. Yeah, so, no, the one that we saw in the Celtics. So, that whole he was thing a is just the like... Celtics, I feel like. Exactly, and it's... Well, I mean, when they when they signed Al Horford, I was like, all right, it's a wrap. You've got Joel at the five, Al Horford at the three, Tobias at the four, Tobias has the three, and you have Ben Simmons running the point. It's like that that's size on size on size. I mean, but is it a fact that JJ Reddick was just a gun at the shooting guard? <laughs> I think they they really missed JJ Reddick, especially his like mobility and able to just 
his shooting ability as well. Yeah, they've got no spot-up shooters. Like, they've got no automatic people like him when you think guess, about it. Tobias Harris to a sense, but not, not at the level of JJ. Right? No, bro, that guy was and shooting. And then Jonathan like... can shoot the three. But then Al Horford can sort of shoot. It's, it's the whole thing. It's just... Their team's in shambles right now. Like, unless they figure out some chemistry or they figure out a way for the team to work cohesively, there's no point in them playing in the finals. I'm not going to I'm looking at... I don't even... Second round, what? They don't... I don't know if they get past the Celtics. Because right now they're the Oh, no, no, no. I don't, know they, Celtics. Yeah, I don't even think they get it out of the first round this year. Celtics have been um, to look at as well, just quietly. Another Eastern Conference team that I feel has been heavily, heavily, heavily slept on, mm. the Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. And I think people are starting to wake up to the fact that even, they, even though they might not have Kawhi, they're still dominant as ever. Because right now, their record's through, I think, what, 58 games. I think it's either 58 or 60 games through the season is pretty much the exact same. It is, it is the exact same. And Kyle Lowry and Pascal Siakam obviously is taking another leap, and people are saying that he could win back-to-back most improved, but obviously, no. You can't but win like, the most improved after you just won it. It doesn't make sense. It makes... It, it make, sorry, I, got like, I just had one to the dentist and my teeth are fucked. Um, it... it, it, it Logically, like you can say, yeah, he's improved so much more from where he was last year. Like he's the most improved player from where he was. But at the same time, like you've seen players like Brandon Ingram who were just being absolutely trash cans like last year. Oh, not trash cans, but they were being just the way they're being booty cheeks. And now they're like, and now they're balling out, you know. It doesn't make sense to him to win the most improved player. But Kyle Lowry, damn, man. Kyle man. Lowry bowled out. Yeah. And Kyle Lowry had himself a game. It was an act like, and again, it's coming against the Lakers, and it's just see Kyle Lowry out here had what, thirty-three points and fourteen rebounds, and yeah. like going into the Western Com- um, Eastern Conference sort of playoff lookings, looking playoff standing, first round they'd be playing the Magic. Lookings. Hmm? <laughs> Chaos looking, chaos looking. How do you run a podcast? We both can't speak. English teams, English But yeah, the Raptors. I think the Raptors, especially that game against the Lakers, that was a statement win. Yeah, and it's, yeah. We here, we ready. Can yeah, can can they make it to the finals again? I'm trying to think, Eastern Conference. Who I've been seeing balling out. Let me have a look at the Eastern Conference real quick. Celtics, uh, realistically, second round. Celtics, Bucks. Celtics, Bucks. That's um, it. Raptors. Not even. Yeah, Celtics, Bucks, Raptors. Those are the top three. I reckon Raptors are taking Celtics, and it'll be it'll be it'll be a Eastern Conference where Bucks, Raptors, hundred percent. It has to be Bucks, Raptors. I can't see it going any other way. But they're easily taking the Celtics. I feel feel like the only thing is. Have they, they haven't got anyone really to guard Giannis. I mean, Pascal, they, but then last year, they did, last year wasn't even, obviously Kawhi did guard him, but it was, it was more of a group effort sort of thing because he had, um, you can't guard Giannis one-on-one. No. You're just not doing it. It, mm-hmm. it has to be, uh, I think what, um, if you watch like what Jeff Van Gundy and Stan Van Gundy always say, it's defense by committee. You have your initial one-on-one, so you have someone face up, but when, Giannis is eventually going to get past him. You have to have your um, you have to have other people come in 
seal off the paint. And it has to be – you have to make other Bucks players beat you. You have to get those corner guys to – they have to hit their shots. That's the only way the Bucks. you have to get the Bucks to beat you because Giannis, Giannis, you're not going to stop him one-on-one no matter I what. Of a, I thought of a really good defensive tactic in my brain just that – so, like, yeah, so say they've got Giannis driving into the paint, right, gets past one man – the two, the two corner people collapse in on him, right? The two, the two at the top drop back. The two at the top drop back onto the corners because there's no way he's going to be driving to the basket and chucking back that way over his mm. head. So it cuts off those corners. And then the, if, if the corner people do get it and they try to pass it to the top, the guy at the top that was guarding Giannis just takes either one of the two because they've only got one option. And that's the thing. You have to make it's other easy players defense like that. It's, it's, Yeah. So I don't know. Raptors. Actually, I generally think Raptors can can make the finals again. I don't know because the Bucks have such a well-rounded team. I feel like as well. As much as we were saying before, they've got no like real spot-up shooter kind of thing. Oh no, Chris Middleton. Yeah, they have Chris Middleton. They've got spot-up shooters, but like they've got a very well-rounded team. I feel like. And I think Chris Middleton's even though he was an all-star, Chris Middleton's still heavily slept on. Hmm. I was watching the game last night and people say oh yesterday. And, like, Chris Middleton against the Rockets, I think, had, like, 12, 13 rebounds. And that's the other thing. Bucks have, like, Bucks also do have really good size. Yeah. So, honestly, they can, Bucks, Bucks can, I still, I believe they can still, they will make the, the problem. Isn't the like, Bucks are my pick out of the East. The problem isn't the East, it's the West. Because there's so much talent in the West that it's going to be hard for anyone in the East to compete with them. Say, say Lakers go through. Are the Lakers beating the Bucks? No, I don't actually. I don't think so. Are the Clippers beat? Uh, are the are the Clippers beating the Bucks? You got the Rockets beating um, the Bucks. But then Thunder? it's like we haven't playoff playoff P has been a very questionable man in the playoffs. Mm. Uh, we know what Kawhi can do, so it's just it matters. It matters what um we have to see how Paul George performs in a sense. I want. I mean, this is off topic, but I want to see how Oklahoma performed. This is like one of the highest finishes we've had in the last like two years, isn't it? We're like we're at sixth right now, and we can oh, still go up. We can still take over the Jazz. I think we've got we've got them coming up soon, don't we? Yeah. Let me have a jazz. Look. Uh, no. OKC lineup. No, you don't have Jazz coming up. Who do we have? You have Lakers, Grizzlies, Wizards, Suns, Heat, Clippers. We just lost to the um. We just lost to the Nuggets today as well, by about ten points. That game went to o- that game went to OT as well. So, but like, I think you can't expect Chris Paul to carry as well. By the way, but then, like, we, I got, don't know, we got shy. You guys are what? You guys six. are six playing Nuggets first round. I don't know if you guys even make it over the first round. No, we can take. I reckon we can take the Nuggets. The Nuggets, we can. I reckon we could take the Nuggets. Like we games, just lost. Yeah. We just lost. We just lost to them. But I feel like we could take. It was a close them. game. It was a really tight game. It was oh, just no, we, we OT, got eight, OT got a, an, OT got it ahead of you guys. Yeah. Yeah, fatigue. The Jazz are up against the Lakers three points in the second. By the way. The, bro, the, the game. When, the, when this is out, the game's gonna be over. Yeah, no, I'm just saying it for you. I'm just saying it for you. And I have the game up. Oh, you got the game up yeah. as well. Seventy six of the. Smashing the Spurs. Speaking of the Spurs, uh, DeMar DeRozan, what's going on with him? What do we think? I think he's going to leave the Spurs. Though. He has to. He has to. Spurs aren't making. Spurs aren't making it into the play. I don't think Spurs are making it to the playoffs. No, DeMar DeRozan then, looks so broken on the inside. 
I, feel, like I, always, I always feel bad, man. I don't know why. Obviously, I know why, but I feel bad with the Raptors. I, I want him to go back to Toronto. Bro, the man just lost his best friend and got traded from his, like, childhood club, basically. Not his childhood club, but, like, the one he grew up in. Lifetime team. Yeah. It's just, it. like, you got to feel it. Like, he just doesn't look the same on the court, you know? Have you have you watched him play? Hmm? And I, don't, I, haven't, I don't really watch first game. I watched a few of the but He just doesn't... He doesn't have that confidence he had, like, when he was just, like, going to the rim and just... But then I think it's also, it's also like, Spurs. It's Greg Popovich is coaching. Greg Popovich doesn't have a star. Madarosa isn't mean, a spot up shooter though. Like, but they obviously can't you have like Tim, but like if everyone like Tim Duncan could probably, if you think about it, Tim Duncan has to another team. Tim Duncan probably could have been bigger, bigger than he was. <laughs> like just like, but then maybe it's because Tim Duncan and Greg meshed so well. Tim Duncan mm-hmm. wasn't a flashy guy, so he didn't need like flashy stuff. But like. It's DeMar DeRoz- It's just like when you're at the Spurs, it's not, you don't really, your stats don't pop out. It's no. Just, you win games. That's but what the Kawhi Spurs just stood about. out for some reason, to be honest. Kawhi just had this thing about not, it. Kawhi not even that. that. About it. Kawhi didn't even stand out that much, to be fair. Like, stats wise. Stats wise, but like he was, everyone knew he was just a dominant yeah, player. Yeah, everyone knew because everyone knew, like, defensively, like, yeah, Kawhi's a monster. Like, you didn't go, like, see Kawhi dropping, like, 30 no. every night. It oh. used to be, like, Kawhi, like, 22, 24. And the Spurs, the, but the Spurs offense isn't based on one person. The Spurs offense yeah. is find the open shooter or find the open yeah, exactly. lane. That's why Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili were so good. I feel like. I mean, that was that was awesome. My 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 favorite one, my favorite video is like when I think Kawhi gets subbed in and LeBron's at the free throw line, and he looks back and he sees Kawhi get subbed in. And he goes, "Damn!" It. <laughs> like I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, Kawhi, that was a rookie Kawhi. Kawhi is locking up LeBron. Bro, he is. I, I hate to say it, but he is. That was that was a rookie Kawhi, though, that was coming in in the finals. No, it wasn't LeBron. Rookie, no, it yeah, it was. Fourth, no, that was 2013. It was 2012, wasn't it? No, finals. Oh, shit, you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right. Bro, so Talking about know. black jerseys, that, that's a shit transition. <laughs> that was such a bad transition. Speaking nah, but, of more um, topical things in the world at the time. Um. Anyway, what the NBA has done with the whole... I don't want to say, like, the whole... But with... The Black Lives Matter movement has been really impressive, I thought. But then it's like, it's sort of weird because obviously the NBA is allowed, they pretty much let the players sort of have a, okay. a front, like to take the front line and pick what they say and pick what they do. But um, it's sort of obviously have to sort of restrict because I know like Jimmy Butler didn't want to have a name on his jersey to sort of say like, oh, I'm like everyone else. But the NBA, the NBA hasn't allowed him to do that. So it's sort of like you gotta have a name. <laughs> but then yeah, so it's a bit wishy-washy. But obviously, it's still amazing because it's bringing spotlight, not well, like really highlighting the fact. And it's, the Duke um, one's different though. I feel like because like mm-hmm. that's just their policy kind of thing. They always have like a name on the back of the jersey. If you get me. Yeah. But then, like, it's I like know other players have wanted to say stuff, but the NBA has been like, no, nah, you can't, you can't. Because but, they can't say anything too controversial, so they don't, so they don't lose like sponsors. But they don't want to like not say anything, so they're in this yeah. like awkward gray area where yeah, they don't know I, what to do. And it's so funny because, especially on Twitter, it's like it's weird how people sort of miss the point in the whole thing. Mm, yeah. So like, um, and also I just want to like say this: it's like obviously everyone's been kneeling. And, like, you have people that don't kneel, and that's totally okay. It's, like, 
I don't get this culture where it's like, all right, now if you're not kneeling for the national anthem, you're, you're racist. It's yeah. like that's not it's that's not it at all. People have different like Greg Popovich didn't kneel, but Greg Popovich was like in the army. So like that shit means something to him. And if he doesn't want to kneel, then he doesn't want to kneel, and that's totally okay. And like that's people and people on Twitter sort of mean like, oh yeah, like he didn't kneel, so he like hates like that's that's not it at all. Mm. Uh, it's sort of dumb. Uh, the, the, yeah, the Greg Popovich one was interesting. Yeah, there's another one that we've got written down later, which was um, actually we'll speak about it now. Jonathan Isaac. So he didn't kneel oh, either. He one, didn't. He didn't kneel either. Oh my god! This is this is the world just chucking irony back at someone. He didn't no, kneel. The, that one was kneel. like, I, 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 okay, I get not like, I get not, the way he explained it was weird. <laughs> No, I don't know. Maybe just, maybe just worded it weird, but like the way he was saying it, he was just like, "Oh, we're all God's children," and like, I, yeah. and he's like, "I didn't wear a shirt because I don't believe in." I was like, "I, I just didn't get it." I was just sort of like, right, "I'm not even gonna like break my brain over trying to like digest what he was saying." But this was because he didn't kneel and then he tore his ACL. It's no, just I like, don't. It was oh, just bro. like it was just like this bro, is I the saw world. Someone on Twitter, someone slapping you with. Like, <laughs> Someone Twitter goes like, "God said you don't bend the knee," and I was like, "Nah, nah, that's so, that's so out of pocket." So, so bad. This poor guy has just torn his ACL, and everyone's like, "Yeah, it's you get for not bending the knee, bitch." Nah, it was that's people were mad out of mad. People were mad out of pocket for that. I saw someone on TikTok just like laughing, and I was just like, "Oh, bro, that's terrible." But no, nah, uh, back to back to it. Um, yeah, I think it's a great, great thing the NBA has done. And then, obviously, Oklahoma, the Oklahoma State Senator um, highlighted that if any of the OKC players were seen kneeling during the national anthem, it is seen as an act of anti-patriotism and that they would, their tax benefits would be, uh, would be re-examined once their contract is up with the state of Oklahoma, Bro, which is in 2024. So what, what do you think of this response by the Oklahoma State? First of all, it's disgusting. I can't, like, I'm ashamed to be a part of, like, to, to, to go for Oklahoma right now because, like, that's just something that's just disgusting, you know? If you, you, you can't claim you're not racist and then just, like, be like, oh, you're supporting Black Lives Matter, slap across the face with you. It's like, come on, man, you got to... But what's with the Americans and the patriotism? I don't understand. Like you, what, we, we, we spoke about it. We spoke about it earlier. I don't know anyone in Australia that's like, yeah, I'd, I'd die for Australia. Like I don't know anyone that's done that in my life. Like yeah. So, um, I put yeah. So I put it on a uh, poll. That's why I did. That's actually why I did the poll on Instagram. So like, let me just get a gauge on um like what people would say. So what I found very interesting was I, I so this is just out of my followers. Forty nine percent of people said. That fifty-one uh, percent of people said they're not a patriotic person. Yeah, but then fifty-seven percent people said that they would go to war for their country. I'd go to a war if it was that. I, I said I would. I said I would, but it has to be for the right reason. I'm not going to go because we want to get some oil or something. You know, like if I'm going to go, I'm going to go to like help people out, kind of thing. But then, yeah, what's like? But then, what constitutes the right reason? That's another thing. Uh, here's here's the thing. It's just like let's let's take I. I mean, this is heavy. Let's take. ISIS, for example, right? Mm. They're like, let, let's just pretend like this isn't to do with oil or money or anything. Let's pretend it's like they're just like killing innocent civilians in their home country. And Australia's like, well, we don't like this. 
we need to send people in to save those innocent people. Yeah, I'm going to back myself in. If Australia's okay, we need you. I'm like, yeah, I'll go help the innocent people out. But like, if it's just like, hey, we want to occupy this land so we can invade and take over, I'm just like, mm, no, I'm all right, thanks. I'll, I'll sit out on this one. It's not for me. Like, if it's for the right reason, I feel like I could do it. But if it's got like some hidden motive behind it, it's just like, oh, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. Like, governments are tough because, like, and like, this is why I, I obviously it's tough, but like, I don't like. I, I'm gonna say this, but it's just like I don't want to say this, but it's just like governments. I think it's fine. I'm gonna create sort of Jay Cole here, but it's just like governments sort of they send they're sending other people in to fight their battles. Like mm. it's like Muhammad yeah. Ali said when he was like, "I don't have any war with the Viet Cong." It's just like the whole like when you have wars on I- idealisms and stuff like that, like communism versus um, yeah, fascism versus democracy. It's like why people I'm so I'm so passive in this stuff it's just like let people do what they want to do let people believe in it I agree with you if it's a war where it's like yeah people are in danger and people need to be saved and people are like being locked like the whole concert we're getting mad political right now but it's just like the concentration camps in China it's like that that's terrible like, yeah if, if we if you're sending people that. in to like help them it's like all right yeah I'm all for it but then it's like all right, we're, we're going to China to fight communism because communism, I don't believe in, it's like, but it's not your right to say whether democracy is better than communism. Yeah. That's what I don't understand with America. That's what I don't understand with Americans. They, they're fighting for a cause that has no value to it. It's just like they're fighting, like, what are they fighting for in, in Israel right now? Oh, not Israel. Where is it? All right. I don't Iraq. know. I don't want to say the wrong thing. Like, I, yeah. know, I'm no, about, no. I know I'm about to get a message and say, Oh, talk! You don't get it. I I, I already know I'm about to get. A, a this is an NBA podcast. podcast. Why are we talking about the war? Anyway, anyway. But yeah, so anyway. moral stories. Don't be patriotic to a heavy. Okay, no, be patriotic, but not to a heavy yeah. extent. Not to a back heavy to extent. Oklahoma City. Thing. It's just just the Black Lives Matter thing. One more thing. It's just no one for people that don't. No one ever said like white lives don't matter, Asian lives. No one's yeah. ever said that. And it's like if you're getting pressed over the statement. Black Lives Matter. You really just, it's not, it's just, it's not even matter more. It's just matter. It's just saying we matter also. Mm. Like, and I think the best, eva- best example I can use is if a house is on fire on a street of like six different houses, do you go and water every single house before you water the house that's on fire? No, you go and water the house that's on fire because the house is on fucking fire. So yeah, that's, a fact. that's like that's the a simplest fact. way to put it. And like, I'm I'm just one more thing. It's just yeah, no, go on, there's go a on. there is a deep entrenched racism, not even in America, just around the world. And yes, if you can hear that, by the way, it's my it's my drains. No, it's not. Just go there's on, a on. deep entrenched racism around the world, and we just all of us just need to do our part in recognizing that and sort of helping one another. Not even to black people. It happens to Asian people. Happens happens to the Maori. It happens to the indigenous people in Australia. Indigenous mm. people all around the world. We just need to do all our bits to help one another. If that's correcting your friend when he says something mad out of pocket, if it's confronting your family member when he says something mad out of pocket, just doing stuff like that. But yeah. Uh, wait, one more thing as well. For the people that are like, because I know there's people out there that are like, George Floyd didn't deserve like a big state funeral. I think he was a bad person. Like it's not because, we're not, they're not doing that because he's a good person. They're doing it for a cause that's happening. It's just like, they're not, they're not giving this, they're not saying this guy's an angel or a saint. They're doing it because it's because 
I don't want to word this wrong. It's because there's a lot of deaths in the black community from police brutality and stuff. If you understand what I'm saying. Legit. And it's just like, oh, yeah, exactly. The amount of times I've seen, oh, George Floyd, like, I don't know, sold drugs and shit. It's like, are you telling me every single person person that sells drugs deserves to die? It's like, there's, and it's, no. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like that's saying, like, does every, like, exactly. People, people, and we never know people's whole life stories. People go through shit. And it's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm about to, I, I can get on. No, let's this, get back but, to NBA, bro. We, we, we could talk yeah. about it. Maybe let's so, talk about another podcast. So, back to, back to Jonathan Isaac. Poor Jonathan man. Isaac was having a, a breakout year with the Magic. Stella. And, he was, actually, he was actually going off, especially on oh. the on the defensive end. Is really. that what you call going off, though? Really? But look what. Tell me to read. Two point four blocks per game and one point five steals per game. I'll read stats out for everyone. So he's got he's averaging twelve points, twelve point one points, six point nine rebounds, two point four blocks, one point five steals, and one point three assists per game. Shooting forty seven percent from the field and thirty four point four percent from three point range. All career highs. All career highs. Like it's a good career for him. Right, I mean, I don't want to word this. I don't want to word yeah, this. But think about it, that's third, this is his third year. Two point five. What I'm looking offensively, it's still a bit, but seven, pretty much seven rebounds per game, two point four blocks per game, and one point five steals per game. Hmm, that's really good. It's good on the defense. It's good on the defensive end. I agree with that. I, I can, yeah, I agree. So with the defensive obviously, end. the Jazz. I mean, not the Jazz. The Magic did end up. My bad. Magic did end up winning that game against the Kings, and obviously, nece- they won't necessarily miss him on the offensive end per se. But I think definitely on the defensive end, with the Magic, with the Magic being the what, the seventh seed, and they haven't really even secured playoff. But if they make a seventh seed, going up against the Raptors, and Jonathan Isaac most likely guarding the likes of Pascal Siakam, they're gonna miss that. Mm. Yeah, and I can see it. The worst part is obviously so he's torn his ACL and he he's looking at probably missing the entirety of the neck of next season yeah. as well. Um, ACL, ACL ACL injuries are funny with, with that because they range from how how like how how long it will take you. Like I've seen I've seen people like recover in eight months and like even like no, rarely rarely we've seen. I think. Rarely we've seen six months. Like, that's super rare. But, like, 12 months is, like, the standard for how everyone sees, like, one season, you're out kind of thing for ACL injuries. But if there's a hope he can come back in eight months kind of thing, if he recovers properly and rehabs properly, we'll hopefully be able to see him on the back end of the year, next year, and ball out. Hopefully. And then it's just, like, also, what was what, what saw was, what I thought was really crazy, he tore his ACL pretty much in the identical move Derek Rose tore his ACL. Yeah, yeah. A jump stop. It was, oh, it was it, bad. But it didn't even look that, like, have you watched the video? Have you seen the clip? Yeah. It didn't but even he, look he like lacked. he did anything. It just, he, he landed like, and it, it wobbled. It looked like he rolled his ankle. With yeah, the yeah. The way he landed, it looked like he rolled his ankle. It didn't look like he tore his ACL. So his knee, your knee sits like this, and the ACL runs across it, right? And that's what the, connects the blood flow to the rest of your leg, I'm pretty sure, if I'm remembering my sports, sports science right. And like he, it it stops it stops your knee from like moving sideways. Basically, it keeps it in straight line. So like your knee just moves like that. And what he did was when he landed, his knee just kind of went like that. So it snaps the ACL, and then the blood flow stops. And potentially, what happens is like you feel this really sharp pain. It's like getting shot in the leg for like three seconds. But then after that, you feel like 
fine. That's why sometimes after ACL injuries, you see people walk because it doesn't hinder you from walking. It just stops your like knee from not bending sideways. That's why it wobbles heaps. And that's why they try to lift them up so they don't like do any more damage to their knee. Bit of sports science for you. I'm not sure. Like, that's hey, what I shout out, remember. shout out. Literally. Model, um, physical education. Hey, shout Hayes. out, Mr. Hayes. Shout Hayes. out, yeah. um, no, not Mr. Tinkler. Uh, <laughs> no, not, not her. Not no, her. not him. Not him. No, shout out, Hazy. You're a G. And Miss Neil, Miss, uh, Miss, Miss, Miss Neil. Miss, um, still, that's the one. Wait, what's that? Pause. And we're back. Okay. And we're um, back. Sorry, so for moving, moving on to the Celtics. Celtics, uh, yeah, and Jalen Brown looking like after last game, looking like a formidable, probably one of the more slept on, but a very possible one of the next big star duos in the league, young star duos in the league. You know, mm-hmm. Jason Tatum putting up a cheeky 34 points in the career, eight assists, and Jalen Brown with 30 points and six rebounds. The Jay and the Celtics were able to withhold a blazer comeback. And win the game. So, Thomas, my question for you is, where does Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum rank as as one of the young star duos, as a part of the star duos in the league? Not in the league at the moment. Well, let's have a look at all the other young duos that we're thinking of. So, we got Ingram and... We got Ingram and... Zion. Zion or Lonzo? No, I'll take Zion. I'll take Zion. Right. James Russell and Kat. No, they're better than them. Kristaps uh, like. and Long and Luca. Kristaps isn't young anymore. Oh, Luka, uh, it's so it's young. so tough because Jason Tatum's so flaky. Like one game he'll bust out and drop like drop thirty for you. The next game he'll shoot one from forty five from the field and score. No, but he really, but like he really has a sh- like that game was terrible. He really like the game against the Bucks. He rarely has like games that bad. But he, he he's not a consistently solid player. Jalen Brown as well. It's like he's good, but I don't know. I don't see him. Yep. I don't see if like if I was to rank. So I reckon they're both better than Ingram, but I don't think they're better than what Zion will be. If that makes sense. Like I'm looking but at then, potential wise. But then what? This year, Jason Tatum was an All Star, mm-hmm. and um, he averaged twenty three points per game, on six rebounds and two assists. Wait, yeah, twenty-three points per game, seven rebounds and three assists. My bad. Mm-hmm. And then um, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown could have been an e- Jalen Brown easily could have been in All Star this year as well. He averaged twenty points per game, six rebounds and two assists on one on, and one steal a game. Yeah. No, so I, reckon, I reckon Luca and Luca and Chris are better than them. To be honest, so I was thinking about you have time. you have Jamal Murray and uh. Jokic. No, Tatum's, Tatum and Brown are better than them. Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. They're better than them. Uh, John Morant and Jaron Jackson Jr. I don't know. Giles, Giles got a lot of potential. I'm looking at his potential-wise for those young, like Zion and stuff. The only players that I'm really thinking like are on their level I could see Zion being on their level. So Zion and Ingram, I'd say, oh, sorry, this is my top three young duos or duos. So I got Kristaps and Luca. Not this is in any order, by the way. Kristaps and Luca. Tatum and Brown. 
Zion and Ingram. Those are my top three duos. My triple double. Oh yeah, that's actually yeah, that's fair. That's I mean, Cat and D'Lo. Don't I wouldn't. I wouldn't put. I wouldn't put them top three purely because D'Lo just like hasn't really defensively. Defensively. No, but hasn't even done anything this year. Like that's sick. What, bro? D'Lo went off this year. What do you mean? What are his stats? What are his stats? I haven't really seen anything about him. I was watching DeAndre, bro. Every game I watched DeAndre Russell play, he was actually fucking balling out. Are you talking about for Timberwolves or for G, uh, GWS? For Golden it's, State Warriors? Donis, DeAndre Russell, 21 points per game, four rebounds and seven assists. Five rebounds and seven assists. Add one and a half steals per game. That's all right. Yeah, I still wouldn't play top three, though. All right. So, with the, let's say with this Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown duo. Would how deep did the Celtics make it? Um, making it out of the first, right? They're making it at the first, and it'd be a tough game in the second. Yeah, Wait, I reckon, uh, it depends if they play in the second. All right, let's have let me let me have a look at the ladder real quick. So, right, table Eastern Conference. So right now they would be playing. The 76ers, right? Mm. They're taking the 76ers. They're taking the 76ers. And then... And they play the Raptors. And they play the Raptors. And then that's a tough... They're not taking the Raptors, unfortunately. So I, can see where, I can see in a world where they do. I can see... I could, I'd, yeah. say Easter, I'd, see, I'd say Easter Conference Finals is their ceiling. No. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, the, the, the Eastern Conference Finals is like where they'll be capped off. They're not being the Bucks, unfortunately. Uh, that's how I. That's how I see it. I don't, uh, the, the only team that's competing with the Bucks is the Raptors, Clippers, and Lakers. Those are your four. Those are my four that I think are going to play in the finals. Nah. Now, I, actually, I, I, I agree with that. I agree let that. me have a look at the Western real quick. I mean, actually, I can see a world where the Rockets, where the Rockets upset the Clippers. Yeah, yeah, or Oklahoma. Yeah. Allow it, allow it, allow it. Allow it, allow it. So, I guess with that, we... It's going to be a wrap for today, people. We wrap it, I wish I had a wrap. We put that riddle wrap... I'm joking. We wrap that episode up anyway. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We are a little bit political, but... You know, we move, we move. We move, we move. It's good, so, it's good to have a stance every once in a while. So make sure you guys, you know, you check out Five Stars and Apple Podcasts does absolute bits. Check out all the links in the description. Make sure you check out Brady's uh, men's mental health Instagram page. It really Very is important. amazing what he's doing. Make Very sure you're checking out the Mahogany. Mahogany's got stuff coming soon, so make sure you guys eyes on that. Kremlin's got new stuff coming soon, so make sure you got eyes on that. 100 followers on Instagram giveaway. So you guys want to be there for that. Kremlin and, uh, giveaway, just so it's clear. Everything's free, you know. It'll be a giveaway, so it'll be a giveaway. Keep your eyes. So, what, how many winners? Follow, one winner. Spread, is it one winner or three winners? I think it's now. It depends. Maybe you guys will have to find out. Maybe ten. I'm joking. Definitely. No, not ten. Ten's <laughs> ten for a thousand. Ten or oh, a thousand suit. Anyway, thank you guys so much, <laughs> and we'll see you guys on Thursday. Champions League episode coming soon. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Oh man.